हेलो स्टूडेंट्स वेलकम टू दिस न्यू एपिसोड ऑफ पॉडकास्ट फॉर सेवन स्टैंडर्ड हिस्ट्री टुडे वी आर गोइंग टू डिस्कस लेसन नंबर सेवन द एडमिनिस्ट्रेशन ऑफ स्वराज शिवाजी महाराज फाउंडेड स्वराज ही हैड हिमसेल्फ क्राउंड आफ्टर द कोरोनेशन महाराज एक्म्प्लिश्ड दक्षिण दिग्विजय द कॉन्क्वेस्ट ऑफ द साउथ the swaraj expanded comprising large areas of nashik pune satara sangli kolhapur sindhudurg ratnagiri raigad and thane districts of maharashtra it also included parts andhra pradesh and tamil nadu states to ensure the smooth management of the affairs of the swaraj and to ensure people's welfare shivaji maharaj set up an efficient administration we shall get some information about it in this chapter ashtapradhan mandal council of eight ministers At the time of his coronation Shivaji Maharaj appointed a council of 8 ministers the administration was divided into 8 departments a head was appointed for each department these 8 heads of department constituted the ashtapradhan mandal Maharaj alone had the power to appoint a minister or to remove him from his position. The ministers were answerable to Maharaj for the administration of their respective departments. Shivaji Maharaj selected the council on the basis of their merit and achievements. he did not give them jagirs watans or gifts or fields they were paid handsome salaries instead the ashtapradhan mandal of chhatrapati shivaji maharaj was as follows first moro trimbak pingle designation pradhan and work allotted was running the administration and making arrangements for the conquered territories second ramachandra nirkantha muzumdar amatya was the designation and work keeping the accounts of the state third annaji datto designation sachiv work preparing royal edicts fourth dattaji trimbak vaknis designation mantri work allotted correspondence fifth hambir rao mohite designation senapati work allotted organization of the army and protection of the kingdom sixth 
रामचंद्र त्रिंबक दाबीर डिजिग्नेशन सुमंत वर्क फॉरेन रिलेशंस नंबर सेवन नीराजी रावजी डिजिग्नेशन न्यायाधीश वर्क डिस्पेंसिंग जस्टिस एंड लास्ट नंबर एट मोरेश्वर पंडित राव डेजिग्नेशन पंडित राव एंड वर्क अलॉटेड वॉज लुकिंग आफ्टर रिलीजियस मैटर्स सो डियर स्टूडेंट्स दिस वॉज जस्ट द फर्स्ट पार्ट ऑफ दिस एपिसोड एंड वी विल कंटिन्यू विद द सेकेंड पार्ट थैंक यू policy regarding agriculture agriculture was the main occupation in villages maharaj knew the importance of agriculture that was why he paid attention to the welfare of farmers he entrusted the responsibility of organizing the land revenue system to his capable and experienced office bearer annaji datto he warned the officers that they should not collect more revenue than the amount that was fixed he encouraged peasants to bring uncultivated land under cultivation if the crop was lost due to excessive rains or drought or if an enemy army had devastated the area of the village remissions were granted in land revenue and other taxes maharaj had instructed his officers to provide peasants with bullocks plugs and good seeds for sowing village economy of that period agriculture was the backbone of the rural economy in villages many occupations developed to supplement agriculture artisans in the village produced goods and fulfilled the needs of the local people in this sense a village was a self sufficient unit farmers gave a definite share from their produce to artisans this share was called baluta trade and business maharaj knew that a kingdom does not prosper without an increase in trade merchants bring novel goods as also certain necessities into a kingdom goods become available in plenty trade prospers adding to wealth the view that maharaj took of merchants is seen in the anjay patra where merchants are described as follows merchants are the ornaments of the kingdom and the glory of the king It was the policy of Maharaj to protect industries. An excellent example of this is the salt industry. He 
he protected the salt industry in konkan at that time traders imported salt from the portuguese territory and sold in swaraj that affected the local trade in konkan areas so maharaj charged heavy duty on the salt imported into swaraj from the portuguese territory the intention was that the salt imported from the portuguese territory would then cost more and as a result its import would decrease and the sale of the local salt would increase military organization there were two main divisions of the army of shivaji maharaj infantry and cavalry in the infantry there were officers such as the havildar zumledar etc the chief of the infantry was called sarnobat he was the highest officer in the infantry in the cavalry there were two types of cavalrymen namely shiledars and bargees the shiledar had his own horse and weapons the bargir was provided with a horse and weapons by the state in the cavalry bargirs were more in number the ranks of the cavalry officers were similar to those of the infantry officers the highest officer in the cavalry was the sarnobat netoji palkar pratap rao guzar hambir rao mohite were some of the famous sarnobats of the cavalry intelligence department it was necessary to protect the swaraj from its enemies for this it was necessary to get precise and timely information about the movements of the enemy it was the job of the intelligence department to obtain information about the movements of the enemies and submit it to maharaj the intelligence service of maharaj was very efficient bahirji naik was the head of the intelligence department he was extremely skilled in his job he collected accurate and detailed information about surat before the raid on surat forts forts were of great importance in the medieval age possession of a fort made it possible to keep an eye on the surrounding area in case of foreign invasion it was possible to protect the people taking shelter in the fort it was possible to stock the fort with food grains war materials ammunition and military garrison the importance of forts in the foundation of swaraj is well stated in anjay patra the kingdom was created by the late revered and exalted majesty forts alone the description of the building of forts by shivaji maharaj in the treaties composed by chhatrapati sambhaji maharaj is remarkable it is as follows shivaji maharaj built many 
impenetrable forts on the ridge of plateaus in the sayadri mountain range in many places from karnataka up to baglan the intention behind it was to protect this earth under his successful leadership these forts were built from the banks of the river krishna up to the sea in all the four directions in the rairi fort raje chatrapati shivaji maharaj remained on the forefront among all kings and was victorious there were about 300 forts in the swaraj maharaj spent a considerable amount of money on the building and repairs of these forts he built hill forts like pratapgarh pavangarh and rajgarh there was a killedar a sabnes and a karkhanes on every fort the karkhanes looked after the storage of food grains and maintenance of war material on the fort sea forts maharaj knew the importance of sea forts too one of the sea forts that he built was sindhudurga at malwan it is an excellent sea fort to give strength to the construction of the fort five kandis of lead was poured into its foundation a sea fort called padmadurga was built in front of rajapuri in order to counter the siddhi power about this fort maharaj had said in a letter that by constructing padmadurga he had set up another rajapuri to overshadow the rajapuri of the siddhi navy enemies on the west coast of india the portuguese of goa the siddhi of jinjira and the british factors of surat and rajapur created obstacles in the work of expanding the swaraj it was necessary to curb their activities and to protect the west coast for this purpose maharaj raised a navy he realized that the one who has a navy controls the sea maharaj had great foresight there were 400 ships of various kinds in his navy they included battleships like the gurab kalbat and pal ships were built in the creek of kalyan bhivandi vijayadurga and malwan mayank bhandari and daulat khan were the chief naval commanders concern for the welfare of his subjects maharaj did not work only with the limited ambition of conquering enemy territories and establishing dominance like other things 
his main objective was to make his subjects independent he was aware that if his subjects were to really get the joy of freedom it was necessary to have a disciplined administration take comprehensive care of people's welfare and protect the conquered territories maharaj was not merely a ruler he was a watchful administrator who cared for his people's welfare this is clearly seen in his administration of the state